0: hey i I'm Matt Muscardi, and I'm joined by Damian Rawls for today's Biz Nugget. We're talking about the new COVID normal, travel, human behavior, and the ultimate boring that is corporate boards. If you want to hear the long form of this story, go get the Business Pants podcast right now. But let's get to the stories.
1: Okay, so here's what's going on in travel, and this is why I'm talking about human behavior. First, there's a report out of uh, the U.K., There's a flight from Belfast, Northern Ireland, to London, and the report is that it's 95% full. This is a flight from yesterday. The Aer Lingus is not observing any kind of social distancing measures. Almost every seat was occupied. Um, Passengers were not offered hand sanitizer, were not told of any extra safety measures. The only advice they were given was a reminder to wash their hands after landing.
0: Oh, wow. Okay, so Good that's advice. the first.
1: That's the first. So that's the first thing out of the airlines. Secondly, uh, Virgin Atlantic announced that they're cutting 3,100 jobs. United Airlines is telling employees to consider leaving the company voluntarily. Okay, <laughs> okay. Even though, even though that as part of their bailout, they are not allowed to cut staff until October first. That's
0: why they're saying you should consider voluntarily. I know, but that's. <laughs> Carnival,
1: who I hate more than the fungal infection that I don't have. If I had a fungal infection, <laughs> I would hate it less than I hate Carnival. I almost, I almost want to get a fungal infection just so I can hate it less Carnival. <laughs> Carnival. who I announced is already planning to resume sailing, right? They've already set a date. Despite the fact that their Congress is, is uh, you know, investigating them for basically helping to start this crisis, they are now announcing that they are offering a massive deal on their stinky cruise ships. Discounts of as little as $28 a day to get customers back. So they are doing everything they can to lure customers in. Okay? <laughs> right? Okay, also uh, Norwegian Cruise Lines is saying that there's a substantial doubt that they're going to be able to continue as a company. Uh, the UK is announcing that there's a 97% plunge in auto sales. Lyft is already is, is announcing a wait and save pilot program, which means that riders can pay less if they wait longer. Okay, <laughs> so, so here's what I'm getting at. Here's what I'm getting at. I threw a lot of stuff at you right is that what do we need to do to adjust behavior right what because take lyft for example we lived in a society where you know if you didn't get that damn car in 30 seconds you started to whine and now they're saying if you're willing to wait a little longer you can save a little money um
0: i don't know how to gel that with the Lingus story though
1: Yeah. Try to try to make sense of all this for me. I threw a lot of stuff at you, but try to make sense of something for me.
0: Well, here's the thing. And here's the thing that I think is in our wheelhouse to talk about. Okay,
1: Let's talk about it.
0: Who really owns and runs these companies? Every one of them has a board. They have to be involved in a decision for... Aer Lingus to fly at all for Carnival to open on August 1st. Right. For Norwegian Cruise Lines to say that they they may not be a going concern, that they're basically going to go bankrupt. The board is involved every step of of the way. And the boards seemingly don't care so much about the public health problem as they do about the individual investors of the, the in these companies.
1: Oh, well, that's the But that's the old fashioned model that I suggest at the top of the show would be dying. That's the shareholder centric model.
0: And it will die as they get voted out. I mean, I think the marker right, for right. stakeholder capitalism or die out is the companies. Uh, we used to have a model at MSCI that never took off, but um, uh, we thought of things as companies either they, they either uh, innovate, they adapt, they react or they die. Um, That's the life cycle, you know, in a pandemic or an event, right? Companies either innovated their way out of it, your zoom, you've adapted to it, your, your um, Microsoft or your Ford now making ventilators, you've adapted your, your processes to live. Through it, um, you're reacting to it. You're, um, which is Carnival asking for bailouts and saying, uh, "We we can't deal with this." You know, we got to, we're freaking out. Cut everybody, get bailout money, or you die. Your Norwegian cruise line saying, "The chances that we'll be a going concern are pretty low." You can see it happening in real time, but uh, the the boards of these companies are the ones who are are ostensibly. In charge of putting you in the position to either be the innovator or the one able to adapt or the one who has to react or die. Um, like you can separate that out. And I think if stakeholder capitalism becomes a real thing, if you want to hold Peter Orzag's feet to the fire say, feet to the fire, saying um, the results will be capitalism changing to be stakeholder capitalism. Peter Orzag is the head of Lazard's financial advisory practice. That guy actually has the ability to vote like mm-hmm. through Lazard, they will vote out every fucker on a board that is not doing their job, listening to public health officials, uh, like implementing stakeholder capitalism, preparing for the next pandemic, which is climate change or COVID 2020, 2027 20, 20, or whatever. Um, that is, that is where the rubber meets the road. So if you, yeah. if your question, I'll
1: it, yeah, I'll take it a step further too. I think, and I know we've, we introduced this year before is that if if we are going to segue into a stakeholder model, st- then the board needs to reflect that because the board right now basically reflects, you know, management, probably friends of management shareholders and friends of the shareholders, right? That, that seems to be who are on these boards. We need to get stakeholders on those boards immediately. I don't even know if it has to be as big as what Bernie and Elizabeth Warren want. They want, they're asking for up to 40 to 45% of the board be represented by labor. I'm okay with that. But I mean, I would be willing to take, you know, 20%, whatever. My, my bigger point is that every part, every stakeholder community, whether it's labor, whether it's the supply chain, whatever customers, they, they need to get on that damn board. I mean, they they, these people need to be there helping to make these decisions. I mean, that, that's what, if that's the one thing we can gain, I think it would make a, a huge difference.
0: And in a way, to your bigger question of like, um, like what does new normal look like? Who forges new normal? Maybe it's not the consumer at all. Maybe people mm-hmm. do the dumb thing and buy twenty eight dollar a night Carnival cruises and come back with COVID thirty um, seven, because that's what we keep and fungal infections because that's what we keep doing. Maybe the the, the hope here is that investors wake up to the idea that their investments could last forever. They need to be prepared. And the best way to prepare is through something like stakeholder capitalism. And they make their boards look like that, which the early indications are the Black Rocks of the world are perfectly happy to allow Boeing to keep its existing board. That is that that is actually your red flag. It's not. Like will the customer change? Because I think they will, um, but a lot some will and some won't.
1: It's right, that- they will. Right, they will if they have to. I mean, there was a there was a. What did I see of Wendy's today? Wendy's, a, nearly a fifth of Wendy's restaurants are out of beef. Right. If you if that let's say that trend continues. They will eventually turn to fake meat and they probably will like it. And, it will be right? fine.
0: Yes. Right. But they only will if the board is able to communicate the fact that you need to adapt to the situation. And that board cannot do that if they are white, old, stale men from the yeah, beef industry.
1: Yeah. You don't have visionaries on the board and you have, you have people on the board who, again – Who basically represent either shareholders or management,
0: which is why when when you see the vote at a company like Boeing and they they include. And I I know we talk about Boeing so much, but they include people that are effectively the same as the people they've always included who are from the Ken Duberstein tree of cronyism. Then your, your hope for stakeholder capitalism working should get pretty low.
1: I think you're right to, I think you're right to focus on the board because let's not forget that it's the board who, who might've gotten a lot of these companies into this big mess in the first place by authorizing massive uh, share yes. buybacks yes. that, who did those bear buybacks help? Only two groups. They only help share share owners and they only help executives whose uh, compensation
0: packages are tied to equity. That's, that's it. That was Damien Rallis. I am Matt Muscardi. That was today's Biz Nugget. If you like what you heard, subscribe, rate us, share us, give us five stars. Pretty, please go to patreon.com slash free media. Buy us a latte and go subscribe to our other podcasts, the market medium or the long form of this show, business pants. You can get them wherever you get your podcast. We'll be back with you tomorrow with the big story of the day. See you then.